0: when you search google for something specific let's say you want to know if lactose-free dairy milk is actually going to help your stomach problems or you're trying to find out what the cliffhanger at the end of that outlander episode was all about got a bit of an insight into my search history for you there But what do you type in the search bar? Because I know for me, I type my shorthand question in and then I add one keyword to the end, which I know is going to make all the difference for the quality of results I get back. That keyword is Reddit. Reddit remains the authority and where people go for peer to peer recommendations. But the challenge for brands is obviously how you can benefit from those conversations without shoehorning yourself in there and ruining the party. Today's conversation with Reddit's head of international marketing, Yvonne Quinn, is about just that. So keep listening to find out why peer-to-peer is more effective than adverts and even influencers or creators, the types of brands who stand to gain the most from a Reddit presence, and ultimately how recommendations lead to the always elusive brand loyalty. Yvonne, welcome to Social Minds. We've had Reddit on a few times before, but it's always a pleasure. And we've got a bit of a different angle today. So the first thing I want to ask you is, how do community recommendations lead to people actually making purchases? That's a great question.
1: I think communities are places where people tend to go, where they can be authentic. And they go there for connection and for belonging. And through that, it creates a really trusted experience and trusted space for them. So when it comes to the buying journey, of course, community recommendations hold such power. So what do we know? If people are searching for a recommendation, that's a signal that they're in the mindset and they're ready to buy. And they're seeking validation for their decision from people that they trust. And who better to trust than people that you feel a sense of connection to or a sense of belonging or that are sharing an experience or an interest with you? And on Reddit, we have loads of different users that are leaned in and actively recommending and being part of conversations with people who share interests. So I think that's what makes Reddit a really unique player within this space, is that we are a community of communities with over 100,000 right now active. Um, So no matter what you are looking for, no matter what your interest is, There's a community for you to dive into that has a really leaned in audience ready to participate in a conversation or help you form an opinion, no matter what you're looking for. So the power of that audience when they want to inform or help you or also when they want to use the audience to answer a question that they might have is really, really powerful. Whether you're looking to make a product purchase or whether you're looking to shape a
0: major life moment. Yeah. And You know, you say Reddit's like quite unique in that respect. So I guess... Before we like really get into the meat of our topic today, I know part of your role, uh, Yvonne, is helping like brands understand where Reddit actually differs from its competitors. And I'm interested to know, like, as the social landscape obviously keeps evolving, who you actually consider to be your competitors? Because Pinterest, for example, who you know we've had on a few times, like, although its USP is sort of wildly different from uh, Reddit, it does have that reputation as well for being a social platform when its use case is actually really different from like the Instagrams or TikToks. TikToks uh, of the world so like they don't really consider metasuite of platforms direct competitors either are you the same like who, who are Reddit's competitors in your eyes?
1: So I think we're quite similar in that way that Reddit is different to other social platforms out there we serve a different function it's a different user and it's a different mindset that you'll find on Reddit so because of that we don't tend to find that we have any direct competitors in the marketing ecosystem For us what's most important is that we compete with ourselves to be the best that we can be. We create the best user experience for our consumers and we create the best experience for our customers, our advertisers. So staying really true to our mission to bring community, belonging and empowerment to everyone in the world I think is what sets us apart and what means that we don't tend to have any traditional competitors within this space because we're more than
0: just social yeah absolutely I think that's a really nice way to look at it as well like and I think more brands should probably do the same thing that sort of comparing like your proposition or you know the quality of your content whatever it is now to last year or two years ago or five years ago and make sure that you're sort of constantly improving but I guess with that context then obviously what we're going to be talking uh, about today is a lot of that recommendation based stuff so we read your report And it's said in it that 73% of users follow the guidance of recommendations they receive on the platform more than an influencer's recommendation, um, a TV ad, or even a celebrity endorsement. Um, And that bit in particular, that key stat, stuck out to me the most. So I'm interested to hear from your perspective, why you think that recommendations from Reddit are more influential than those from actual influencers or even adverts?
1: I think there's a couple of reasons here. So to my earlier point, it's about trust. So when you're in a community-based experience and you have that shared connection, that shared passion, you trust the information that come from people that share your interests and that are there to lean into the conversation in the same way as you are. And I think that's what kind of sets us apart. But secondly, I think what's different on Reddit that you'll see from traditional adverts, TV or influencers is the depth of information. And I think You can go in looking for something small on Reddit and you can uncover a whole world of discovery and influence that you didn't know. I personally get really excited when I see a beautifully curated product on another platform and I am traditionally impulsed to buy it because it looks great and I'm sold into it and I think, okay, this is amazing. This product looks great. I must have it in my life. But if I can bring myself to do the research into the reviews of the product or recommendations from people on the internet or within my social circles, more often than not, I'm usually tamed in my excitement because the product's not always as shiny and as great as what it looks like. But also sometimes if I don't do my research and I jump in and I impulse buy... I tend to not be overly impressed with the product because it was that impulse and I didn't do my research and I didn't receive it via recommendation. So it goes into a pile in my room to go to the post office that I never get around to doing as a return. So I think, I think knowing how valuable recommendations play in terms of me being able to find the right product for me that fits my lifestyle, whether it's a beauty product or a new tech product or whether it's advice for, you know, what mortgage tips should I be looking out for as a first time home buyer? The depth of information that I find on Reddit is so much deeper than what a traditional television advert or a traditional influencer advert can inform me with. So from that same research, if you're excited by some of the stats, I think what we found is that every two seconds, someone is asking a Reddit community for a recommendation, and. On average, in return, each recommendation is getting 19 responses. And I think that's really the true power, the depth of information you can find on Reddit to unearth the best product that
0: works for you. It's an interesting point. I guess then playing devil's advocate a little bit. If I'm I mean, say if I'm a brand listening, we do have lots of brands listening, and you know, some of them that creating impulse purchases or like fostering that culture is probably like in their strategy a little bit. Is there an element to, as you said, you know, when that that extra detail and the ability to do that extra research is there of talking yourself out of actually buying a product Uh, you know we're saying recommendations can lead people to buy purchases but you know in the same respect can it not also lead you out of a purchase
1: I think there's a different way to look at it so if I do my research and I base my product purchasing on recommendations I'm more likely to become a loyalist to the brand so for example I will I will share something super candid I I suffer from acne on my back acne I hate it I'm self-conscious about it and i have impulse bought every single product i have been targeted with to try and cure that but i've never really re-bought anything because i've never really been able to dig into okay here's my situation here's my skin type here's what causes me to suffer from this so i decided to go onto reddit to go into r slash skincare and be vulnerable as i'm being right now Um, and share, okay, skincare community, I suffer from this and I've had enough of it. Help me understand how I can cure this acne on my back or at least how I can prevent it. And all of a sudden I was enlightened by products that people had been using that really, really helped tame it, not cure it, but really helped them when they were on their acne journey to keep the acne at bay. But also things I had never heard of, like did you know back facials were a thing? They're absolutely glorious. (laughs) But what these recommendations and that depth of information has done is it's made me a loyalist to a certain product, a Murad clarification spray, but it's also allowed me to discover other products out there that I had no idea that existing that also help keep my acne at bay on my back. So yes, impulse buying is great, absolutely. But if you're looking for repeat customers and loyalty or even depth of discovery, I think the recommendation ecosystem on Reddit is so, so powerful for brands.
0: Yeah, I guess I have like two thoughts on that. The first one is, as you said, it's reducing returns hopefully right which is a massive problem for a lot of retailers and then secondary to that the loyalty aspect something that we hear quite a lot and you know with more and more skepticism these days i feel like a lot of brands or like marketers are asking you know brands are asking for loyalty but marketers are coming back and saying you know is it realistic do we actually love brands are we actually loyal to brands but if a product more than a like, or, or a brand by extension is solving a real problem for you and you have to have that insight first to be able to solve that problem, that's extremely valuable. And I think, yeah, I myself would be loyal in a similar situation. So yeah, I love that. Go back to the report. I know one objective you guys had with this was to sort of unpack the anatomy of how minds actually get made up, so how these decisions are made on Reddit. And you said that you were able to sort of identify patterns across um, these recommendation-based conversations and then the subsequent uh, user behavior. So tell me what are those patterns and then what behavior or actions do those patterns cause? For sure. So I think, obviously, given the depth
1: of conversations that happen on Reddit and the depth of different types of communities, every conversation around recommendations um, is different. So I can speak to personal experience here. I think what you tend to see happen is people go to the platform to seek advice, whether it's they dive straight into a community because they know it, or they are on Google searching for an answer to their query and their results are showing Plus reddit at the end of their search term, they're taken onto the platform because they know other people have done the same thing and have been looking for the same answers. Mm. What we start to see is people join the conversation because they're looking to, you know, have their minds made up. They're looking to form an opinion, but they stay on to inform opinions. So... For example, I'm an I'm an avid traveller. I love to jet around and discover new cities. And one of the first things that I do whenever I'm going to a new city is I find the local subreddit that is um, there to represent that city. So a couple of years ago, I went to Barcelona. I'd never been before. I took to Google to find great restaurants, um, but I'm almost inundated by choice. So I wanted to know what to... Local people in Barcelona, what did they recommend? And I found the most incredible steak sandwich I have ever had in my life from a local recommendation. Oh, now you're talking. Right? I know, a steak sandwich, I'm so hungry. Uh, <laughs> but now I'm still in that community and I'm watching people show up in the same way that I did. They're traveling to Barcelona for a long weekend. It's summer in Europe who isn't there right now. And I'm now the one that is forming opinion i'm giving them advice how they can go on and have the most life-changing steak sandwich they have ever experienced and i think that's what's really unique people come to have their mind made up but they stay and help make
0: up minds of other people yeah and just thinking about like my own behavior The amount of times I go onto Google and I'll ask it a question as usual and then just tack the Reddit keyword on the end because that's where I think I'm going to find the best answers for that certain question. Um, So it's definitely sort of built in, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's absolutely built into our DNA that people are there to form and inform opinions. And they're also there to share in that experience. So you can go there and you can discover something, And hopefully because you've done your research and you've got a recommendation that's really, really meaningful to you, you become so passionate, you become an evangelist of it.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, all right, as you would be if you'd just been introduced to the best steak sandwich of your life. Um, 77% of Reddit users uh, in America are thankful for these product recommendations from strangers. Um, Now for brands, I'm sure if like, I'm sure if yours is the brand or product being recommended, these organic shout outs are like gold dust, right? Great news. Um, And obviously we understand the merit of recommendations from real people over sort of more biased corporations or conglomerates. But can we actually ignore the fact that recommendations from experts are arguably more valuable because, you know, dependent on sector, obviously, but these are going to be based in fact, not opinion. And opinions are so subjective, right? Okay, I'm
1: I'm not totally sure if I agree with that, to be honest, because I think if we think about brand ambassadors or traditional influencers, more often than not, they're being paid to promote products or they're being endorsed by a brand. And sometimes that can mean the way that they show up, it, it can lack credibility or it could personally, it can leave me questioning if this ambassador or this influencer actually uses this product or whatever they're endorsing. And don't get me wrong, I think there is a place in the marketing ecosystem for traditional influencers. There's such a huge role for them because of the reach that they have. And if they stay truly authentic to themselves, that can be really, really powerful. I'm a huge fan of Mrs Hinch. I'm a huge fan of Melissa's wardrobe. If they recommend a product, I know they use it and I know they live it in their lives. So I'm really inclined to trust what they're saying, but the same can't always be said across the board for influencers or ambassadors that are showing up on behalf of brands. I also think to this point, influence is evolving and it has been ever since the pandemic because of The way that we look about what we want to get out of our social experience and what we want to get out of social platforms and one of the things that we've noticed at reddit for quite some time and that's apparent through our reddit recommends research is that there's almost like a new crowdsourced consumer journey happening where they're moving away from traditional influence and seeking peer-to-peer recommendations so now more than ever people are looking to have validation or confidence in the purchase decisions that they're looking to make, because in an economic climate that we're in, every pound counts that much more. But to my earlier point, when they're choosing to participate in online communities where people are there to have the same interest, who share the same passions, or for the same goals, I would argue that the peers that they have online, they're not strangers. They're connected by their interests and by the experiences they are there to either share or solve or tackle. So I think there's a place for everyone but there's a huge shift right now to -to peer-to-peer recommendations is what we're seeing which I think allows people to have more confidence in their purchase journey.
0: Yeah no definitely and listen absolutely advocate and see the value of peer-to-peer and hear the concerns from uh, you know traditional influencer because Uh, as you very correctly pointed out, you don't always know if they've tried the products, probably eight out of 10 times they haven't. Um, But going back to that point around experts, you know, let's use your sort of back acne as an example. If you had heard uh, from both like an influencer, let's say a peer and then a dermatologist, right? Someone that, um, I don't know, simple as a brand has partnered with a, a real, a dermatologist who can expertly tell you you know what's causing this problem you know what's happening with different skin types what the actual ingredients are that you need to look out for that's what i mean about sort of things being based from experts in more fact than than opinion what what do you say to that
1: again i'll touch on personal experience so obviously with my lovely delightful acne issue i have seen many i'm
0: sorry we keep bringing this up
1: (laughs) that's all right i'm happy to be vulnerable always I'm i'm all about being authentic that's it more power to you (laughs) <laughs> I think, obviously, I have seen many a dermatologist. I have bought many a product recommended by a dermatologist on the internet. I would also say that I, when I think about my own personal journey and what led me to where I am now, I became inspired by information I've seen from a traditional influencer on a social platform. They told me about Clarification spray and how that can really help um, body acne. But I think there's so much choice on the market now, so much choice that when you start to search, I almost get really tired because there's too much to choose from and do I want quality yeah. or do I choice paralysis is a thing, such a thing. So I think the role that an influencer can play or an expert can play in making a guided recommendation in order for it to be bespoke and tailored to you, you kind of have to participate in a conversation with people who have been through it like you, because Not everyone's skin is the same not everyone's you know problems are the same so the fact that you can be in a safe and open dialogue to figure out what product works best for you taking advice from those that have been on that lovely search and had that choice paralysis themselves i think is just what allows that evolution of influence to continue so i don't think it's about replacing The advice of the experts or the traditional influencers, I think, is about enhancing and tailoring that journey so that you find something that works the best for you and fits into your
0: life and your routine. Yeah, I know, definitely. I guess then on to like the more actionable side of things for our listeners. Obviously, it's one thing to have the insight that these recommendations and these conversations are taking place on Reddit. And it's sort of another thing to like be able to leverage it in your strategy, right? So how are you or how is Reddit actually recommending to brands and advertisers um, that they use uh, this information and act on it to make it work in their favor? Absolutely. I think first and foremost, the advice i we always give is like pull
1: up a chair and be a part of the conversation so a really great first step is to like find a community that resonates with your brand and join that community so if you're an automotive brand there's r slash what car should i buy with millions of people every day discussing recommendations for people looking for a, a car that is going to be great for a growing family or someone that wants to make more conscious decisions and have a car that is better for the environment. So first of all, if you're a brand, find the community that most resonates with you and just show up, look at the conversation that's happening. If you want, you can participate in that conversation or you can learn from that conversation from what consumers are discussing. If you're ready to be a part of it, I think what's most important is to be authentic. So it's really important for brands when they're thinking about how to show up on Reddit that they're real and they're honest and they're also not afraid to be a little vulnerable just like me to do. Our users tend to respond best to brands that can show up authentically and can actually add value to the conversations that are already happening on the platform. And I think sometimes that can be a bit daunting for brands. So what we would say to that is that we're here to help you. So we have teams in all of our markets all across the world that are here to figure out with you how it's best for you to show up for your first campaign or how you can actually build and scale and grow from your launch to keeping it as an always-on part of your media plan. So we have teams that can help you figure out the best product placements, whether it's community takeovers or something more like Reddit unique, like a brand-led AMA. Or we can work with you to make sure that you really understand the creative tone of voice and the creative best practices you can use to build or scale assets from other platforms onto Reddit that work for our audience. But I think the the key takeaway is be authentic and add value because we know that's what Redditors respond to most.
0: Yeah. Uh, Question then, if you know, we've said peer-to-peer recommendations is what users are sort of yearning for um, and and trusting a lot more. If that's the case, how receptive are Reddit users to brands' involvement here? So like, can brands actually use this recommendation behavior to place their own expert recommendations in these relevant spaces in communities, Um, you know, getting involved, pulling up a chair, as you say? Or does that dilute their effectiveness because it's now coming from a brand and it's no longer peer-to-peer? I think that's a really
1: interesting question. I think it's more about how brands can add value in a space where people are already looking for recommendations from the community rather than the brands providing those recommendations itself. So conversations are already happening where people are looking to get help forming their opinions or forming and making up their minds But whether they're looking for a new everyday cleanser or whether they're looking for a bit of advice for mortgage rates and tips for first time home buyers, brands can choose to join in the conversations that are already happening and add value. They can also choose to listen as well so that they can understand what consumers are looking for and what intent is there and start to think about how they build that consumer voice into their marketing campaigns. But for us, the best way for brands to show up is for them to be a part and show up in authentic ways where the conversations are already happening. And I think that's the most organic, the most natural way for them to do so. And there's loads of different ad formats that can help that are geared towards the consumer purchase journey and are another compelling way for advertisers to get involved.
0: I mean, there's a community for almost everything on, on Reddit, right? So I'm sure there's relevance to be had for Pretty much every single brand category. But I'm curious which verticals in particular perform the best, what's most popular on the platform? So, which industries listening now would stand to reap the highest rewards through these recommendations on the platform?
1: I really love questions like this because I feel like it's an opportunity to kind of myth bust. So, I think there's a perception uh, of Reddit that a lot of people think it's home for gaming and technology enthusiasts which absolutely it is but as you say we're so much more we're so diverse as a platform with so many communities for so many verticals across so many categories so as i mentioned earlier there's over a hundred thousand active communities so i wouldn't say that if you're a brand from this vertical you stand the best opportunity i would say there's a place for everyone no matter the vertical so if you're a beauty brand, then there's R slash makeup addiction, there's R slash skincare, there's R slash skincare over 30 because we know how our skin evolves as we age. If you're within the finserve sector, we've got loads of people coming to our platform who are looking for help on the best savings accounts, the best retirement funds, or whether you're a first-time home buyer or you're wanting to remortgage as interest rates continue to rise. Or you're in the CPG space and you're an AlgBev brand. We know that Redditors really, really care a lot about luxury alcoholic brands. But we're also seeing a shift of people on the platform really look to the zero or the low percent alcoholic brands that are out there. And they're looking to have their minds made up to find things that can help them make the decisions within whatever interest they have. So for us, it's not one particular vertical or a few particular verticals that can do well it's that there's so many opportunities across our thousands of communities that no matter the type of brand you are, there's an audience waiting for you on Reddit.
0: Yeah I mean maybe it's uh, a case of trying to gauge then like what Reddit users are like really interesting. I want to know like what sector brand listening now who perhaps isn't on Reddit would you say like that's ridiculous you absolutely have to be? I mean Simply what I
1: witnessed from what goes on in the skincare and the beauty space is I like really try to take care of my skin. I think a lot of brands out there don't realise that Reddit is a home of beauty enthusiasts. I think traditionally people think that you might find that type of audience on an Instagram or a Pinterest because of course beauty is a very curated vertical whereas Reddit is really where you'll find... You're inspired from other platforms, but you'll find the product that works for your skin type or your location or your lifestyle on Reddit. And I think not a lot of people know that about Reddit, that there's such a huge audience for um, beauty consumers.
0: You're so right about the stereotypes as well like you would think it's like the default is gaming and tech right but as I said you know we speak to Pinterest all the time they have the opposite problem the default everyone thinks all they do is interiors but actually there's a bunch of like uh, people are interested in automotive and finance on there so um, yeah I think anywhere where there's sort of like communities and searching taking place there is probably room for pretty much everyone. But yeah, I mean, last time uh, Reddit was on Social Minds, we spoke quite a lot about, I mean, it was Sign of the Times, um, we spoke quite a lot about how the pandemic had impacted our online behavior, as obviously we naturally turned to online communities in lieu of in real life community um, to replace what was missing. So a few years on from that, hopefully we're sort of out of the woods now. um, What does the landscape look like? Has that activity increased in online community and our need to replenish what was missing offline without? online uh, communities has it reverted back to pre-pandemic levels like gone back to normal so to speak or has it stayed on the incline or is it sort of leveling out what's going on
1: I think the one thing we can be sure of right is that normal doesn't really exist anymore so I think as everything does the digital ecosystem will continue to evolve and I think post-pandemic there's two types of people there's those that really crave the social interaction and they are dying to get back out there and live their life. And then there's people like me that kind of love their bubble and I'm okay working at home all the time and I'm okay having dinner parties in my house and I don't really crave the outside world unless it is travel or that beautiful steak sandwich. Um, so I think knowing that there is no a normal when it comes to the way people engage with their social media experience or their digital experience is what's really, really key. But I think as we evolve, people are demanding more from their internet experience. They're no longer satisfied with the idea of that perfectly curated feed or that traditional influencer model because we know that influence is absolutely evolving and people's needs are changing as the world changes. And instead, they're looking for something that gives deeper meaning in their lives and allows them a chance to connect on another level where they might not be back out there in the real world. So they crave that online or the real world that they circulate in doesn't always share their deepest interests or their deepest passions so they find that fulfillment in community connections
0: i think you know how the pandemic really changed things is you know I think you hit the nail on the head there there are some things that I don't know about you but in lockdown like I either discovered or rediscovered some really niche interests and hobbies to sort of pass the time not necessarily the sort of things I'd bond with with you know uh bond over with with my in real life uh friendship groups or uh you know relationships but certainly found that online and I think it's maybe not as much about you know well we used on online communities while we had no other choice and now we're back to completely offline but it's almost like supplementing like the way you know we probably speak about different things with different peer groups and friendship groups in real life um it's just having like additional ones to really explore those maybe more niche or more personal interests to you which i I do really love about platforms uh, like reddit
1: I mean, like you, I rediscovered things in lockdown, such as my love of 90s and early 2000s programs, and I rewatched the entire Grey's Anatomy. Nice. That's
0: quite an effort. There's a lot of episodes.
1: (laughs) A lot. It really took me on an emotional roller coaster. But I found communities of people that were leaned in, so, you know, Team McDreamy or, you know, people that I could really relive that experience. I lived 10, 15 years ago when it first aired.
0: It is such a good point. And I think, yeah, that, I mean, like, let's not talk about Twitter because that's a whole kettle of fish right now. Can't even call it Twitter anymore. Uh, but that was always sort of a merit of that platform. Uh, for example, like Love Island would be on and then everyone would be talking about it on Twitter. It's it's great to have those spaces to go and talk about things like that there. I saw someone float the uh, suggestion the other day. Uh, of imagine if Netflix had a comment section and it's like, That's kind of what Reddit is right now, right? It's like the comment section for all these things that don't have a comment section because, you know, they might be an offline thing or, you know, they don't come with a comment section built in. This is uh, probably quite a meaty one to end on as well um, because obviously we're advertisers as is the majority of our audience. But the report says when contextual information is lacking from traditional advertising, Reddit communities can bridge the gap. So I want to know, I want your sort of honest critique What contextual information do you think is lacking from traditional advertising? What are we doing wrong? (laughs) It's not about what you're
1: doing wrong, it's about what you can do better. So it is such a meaty question, but I do think it's an important question. And I think if you think about traditional advertising, it's typically always been focused on demographics and that can be a really limiting way to think about targeting. So for example, as a standard media buy, I am my demographics, my gender, my age, my location. I'm Yvonne, I'm 30-something, I live in London, and I'm a woman. But what can that tell you if you're a brand? Do you feel like if you have my demographics, you can reach me in a way that is super meaningful to me, in a place that I want to be found? It's pretty hard to do that, I think. But I think what makes Reddit really, really unique is that I'm more than my demographics on Reddit. I'm... Wandering Scott, that's the name I like to give myself on the platform. I'm a coffee enthusiast. I'm a travel junkie. I'm a dog owner and I'm really into traveling and refining my 30 plus skincare to tackle the lines that are appearing. (laughs) Uh, I also might be guilty of an occasional Love Island or Bravo Real Housewife binge. And on Reddit, I am my passions and I am my interests. And if you know that about me through contextual advertising, you can find me in places that really mean something to me and you might stand a higher likelihood of being able to convert me. Targeting me via my interests rather than traditional ways like demographics will give you a better picture of who I am, but also the communities that I really choose to be a part of and feel like a citizen within. Online communities, I think, can reveal so much more about a person than what traditional demographics can. And I think that's what's somewhat lacking within traditional advertising. And I think how Reddit can really help bridge that gap as we continue to
0: evolve. Mm, Even interest-based targeting has its limitations, doesn't it? It's not even available on every platform, but it is something we talk about a lot. And maybe I guess I mean for people in social, you sort of tick those boxes with more organic stuff, but you can't ever appeal to anyone and you can't start segmenting based on every little nuance and, you know, the way that people are so complex with their interests, as you say. So um yeah, I think the benefit of communities is kind of a no-brainer here. But it's a nice place to end on. Um and I just want to say another massive thank you for for joining us today and having this discussion. I think it's going to be a really valuable one. Thank you.
1: It's been such a pleasure to relive my Grey's Anatomy past days and also just be vulnerable. I think as we talk about the importance of authenticity online, it's really great to have the chance to be that here.
0: Time to create a Reddit account if you haven't got one already, but that's all for this week. I'll be back next week for Social and Six, so make sure you tune in for that.